The following podcast has been brought to you by Catholic Digital Resources. Visit the website catholicdr.com for downloadable parish resources. At Catholic Digital Resources, you can find faith-building bulletin inserts on the Sunday Scriptures, RCIA materials, ready-made PowerPoints for catechists, faith-sharing materials for Bible study groups and small Christian communities, and much more. Download faith formation resources and evangelization tools from Catholic Digital Resources at catholicdr.com. Good News Ministries of GNM.org presents Footsteps to Heaven Life's a journey full of challenges. Sometimes we get stalled. Sometimes we get sidetracked. When we walk with Jesus in the power of the Holy Spirit to the destination that God the Father designed for us, the results are better than we could ask for or imagine. And now, here is your host, Terry Modica. At Good News Ministries, on our website at gnm.org, we have a post a prayer page. And very often, the, the prayer requests that come in really touch my heart because, because I can see the suffering, I can hear in what they write the sufferings that people are going through as they are laying out their prayer request and hoping that the Lord is going to, to bring relief. We all suffer in this world. We all have trials that are difficult to go through. But the Lord wants everyone to know that He is there for each of us if we turn to Him, not necessarily to deliver us from the problem right then and there, right as fast as we want. Usually that's not what His will is. Usually there's a bigger picture at stake here. There's more He wants to accomplish than we can imagine at the moment. And if we if we got what we wanted and He shortcutted the process by giving us instant relief, there'd be a lot that we'd be missing out on. And later on, um, someday we might understand what we're missing out on. I think when we die and go to heaven, we would definitely find out what we were missing out on and, and we would regret it. There is a lot of value in going through the entire process of the difficulties, the challenges, the waiting on the Lord, but in all of it, throughout all of it, the Lord wants us to know that He is near, to know that He cares, and even, even to have joy in the midst of our trials. You know, St. Paul said, rejoice always in the Lord. You know, in other places in Scripture, it talks about rejoicing always. You know, how do you do that? Because, you know, we're not in heaven yet. And there's a lot of, of horrible stuff going on in our lives and in the lives of the people we care about. So how do you have, how can you rejoice always? And rejoice means re-joy. Joy again and again and again. The key, I believe, which I'd like to share with you in this podcast, is that Joy in the midst of trials comes from knowing how to identify the signs of God's intervention, the signs of God's caring, the signs that God has heard your prayers. For example, this morning, in my regular morning prayer time, 
there is uh, someone that I regularly pray for who is caught up in the occult, has rejected Christ, and is involved in the occult in something that I've been praying against. And this morning, as I sent God's holy angels into the, the, the place where an event of the occult that this, this friend of mine was uh, going to be, is planning to be involved in, when, when I sent angels to that event to disrupt the event, at that moment, as, I, as those words came out of my mouth, my attention was caught my eyes, my visual attention was caught by an owl. Now, I do my morning prayers normally on my deck outdoors in the midst of, of, of woods. You know, I live in a house that is in, that's surrounded by trees. It's in the woods. And there's an owl that sometimes comes to visit. Actually, I've seen two owls and I named them Alfred and Hootenanny. <laughs> okay, now that the laughter dies down, let me get back to my story. This is a big owl and I didn't see it fly to the branch, but all of a sudden there it was. All of a sudden it caught my attention. It probably been sitting there all along, but just then, as I was saying that particular part of the prayer, as if the Holy Spirit, and this is what I believe actually happened, the Holy Spirit drew my attention to that branch and I saw this big owl sitting on it. His back was towards me and his head turned and I noticed that in the beak of this owl was a dead mouse. He had caught a mouse and I felt like the Lord was saying to me right then and there, this is a sign I am giving you, Terry, to show you, to remind you, to, to let you know. This is a moment of divine intervention to let you know that not only have I heard your prayer, but that prayer is effective. We are killing the enemy. We have snatched the enemy from its plans, from its power, from, from uh, you know, we are in the midst of snatching the enemy from my friend's life. It was a confirmation that what I was praying was the right thing to pray and it was effective. In Hebrews 2 verses 3 and 4 we read that salvation, the salvation that was given to us by Jesus Christ, which was first announced by the Lord, was confirmed to us by those who heard him. God also testified to it by signs, wonders, and various miracles, and by gifts of the Holy Spirit distributed according to his will. You see, my friend, what we need to understand is that the salvation that we seek uh, in, the, in our trials, because we are living in the salvation of our souls that comes from Jesus Christ, from what he did for us, dying for us on the cross, taking our sins and our, 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 what is evil in our lives to the cross, and then letting that evil be killed on the cross, 
And then Jesus, in his pure divinity and his holy body, being raised from the dead. So this the evil left left for dead, but the goodness of God being raised up. And when we live in that salvation, because we've embraced Christ as our Savior, we are following Christ as our Savior, then we have the promise from God that he continues to save us every day from our trials, from our sins, uh, from whatever it is that is going on in our lives today that needs redemption. God testifies to this salvation, as Hebrews 2 says, by signs, wonders, and various miracles as well, and by gifts of the Holy Spirit distributed according to his will. Um, I just want to focus on the signs part of this scripture today. The signs. Learn how to identify the signs that God is giving you, and I guarantee it. I absolutely guarantee it. I have absolutely no doubt at all that God, our Father, our wonderful Father, is giving you signs that is helping you or is intended, signs that are intended to help you get through whatever trials you are going through right now. Let me give you another example of how this works so that you know, as I share from my stories, I hopefully it can trigger in, in your own life your memory of how God has given you signs. Because reflect, I'd like you to reflect on and think about the signs that God has given you in the past that helped you through difficult times in the past and to become more alert to the signs he's giving you today. Getting back to the story of my owl, there's often... Um, God has often used birds as uh, to give signs to me, signs of, of reassurance. Several years ago, my husband and I bought a piece of property, the property that we are now living on that's got these woods around the house. Uh, and we wanted to build a house on it. It was an empty piece of property. We were living in um, a development here in Florida and we were looking forward to getting out of living in the the crammed busy noisy place of 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 development life where houses are close together and we went through a lot of difficulties to build the house to succeed in finishing the building of the house and even moving in. There's so many stories of trials that we went through and victories that God achieved for us. I don't have time to share all of them in this single podcast, but I'm sure in the, in future podcasts some of these stories will come up at various times. What I'd like to share with you right now though is the, the story of the, the hawks. We were at a particular impasse in getting the construction started for our house. And I was walking my dog in the very small yard of, of our house that we wanted to move away from. While I was out in the yard with the dog, all of a sudden, above us was a swarm, a flock of hawks. 
Now, mind you, hawks don't flock. Hawks fly singly. But there was a whole flock of hawks swirling about in the air above us. And I, I was like, wow, I, I'm, I was just in awe watching this amazing sign. And I knew it was a sign because I knew this was highly unusual in nature. It doesn't happen this way. So I said to the Lord, thank you. Thank you for giving me this reassurance that everything is going to be okay in what I had just been thinking about as I stepped outside to walk the dog, which was, Lord, are you going to help us get through this impasse in the construction of our new house? The moment I finished saying thank you, those birds just disappeared. I don't know where they went to. I did not see them fly off. They were just gone. It was a miraculous sign. But sometimes God gives us not so miraculous signs, but the timing of it is miraculous. God used the hawk again and again, for example, during that whole period of several months of building our house, several months of going through many trials in building our house. One of the common signs was we'd be driving along down the road, any road, anywhere in in the area. We'd be driving along and I'd be talking to my husband about something going on with the house construction or I'd be praying and just then at that perfect moment a hawk flew across the road in front of us and I had to stop and say thank you Lord thank you again for reminding me that you care that you are involved very much in what we are going through and that because you are involved this is all going to in the end turn out okay when hawks first came to my attention as a sign from God and you know when when it first happens uh, especially when it's something that God uses over and over again at first we may think this is just a, a natural happening we don't realize that it's God's intervention but when it happens again and again and again you've got to stop and say Lord what are you trying to tell me as I kept seeing hawks. I said, Lord, what does the hawk represent? Why the hawk as a sign? And as I thought about it in a, this prayerful mood, what came to me was that hawks can see details on the ground from very high up. And God, who is very high above all of my problems, can see and does see the tiniest detail and he cares about the tiniest detail. So every time I'd see a hawk, I'd say, thank you, Lord, for reminding me that you are still in charge of the details. And I have one more hawk story I'd like to share with you. In the middle of the house getting con constructed, I stopped by the house one day, as I often did, on the way to work, and just I, I just stopped by to see 
what had been done so far and to just go and visit and relish in the fact that isn't this awesome the house now has 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 some walls up or the house now has some a roof or whatever so I took a look around and I went back to my car to head off to the office and stuck there in my car was a hawk feather you know where the door of the car it was the the driver's door where the door meets up with the frame of the car stuck right there in the crack standing straight up was a hawk feather how likely was that going to happen by nature a hawk feather floating down and regardless of how much breeze there was landing exactly with the point down at the place where it could get stuck in that place where the the, you know, the driver's door met with the door frame you know I couldn't help because it was on the driver's side of the car you know I couldn't help but notice it I still have that feather hung up on my wall today in the new house as a glorifying God sign you know it's, this is my sign now that I put there for anybody who comes into my house to see it's my sign that says glory to God glory to the God who cares glory to God who sees us through all problems let me give you some ideas about how to look for signs what to watch for do you listen to Christian music on the radio or an internet app praise and worship music is is what I think is the most uplifting faith-building music to listen to while we're going through trials so if you just happen to turn on that radio and the first song that plays is exactly what you need to hear right now trust it it's no coincidence God timed it that way another sign from God is when a friend calls you at the very moment that you are you know feeling frustrated angry down or whatever you know, sometimes when a friend calls we think oh it's an interruption uh, I don't you know I don't need this right now I need to to focus on this problem I'm dealing with and get through it but God is trying to break into the moment through that friend who is you know you can unburden on that friend or or maybe not but God is going to say something through that friend through that friend caring about you that's God revealing that he cares about you I also find that God frequently communicates through such little inane things as the bumper sticker on the car in front of me or the license plate in the car in front of me you know if you're stopped at a, at a red light that's a great opportunity to pray and offer up whatever it is that's on your mind that you're worried about and say Lord please take care of this and help me to get back in touch with the joy that comes from knowing that you are still involved that you really do care and then you look at the license plate in front of you and you say Lord come Holy Spirit 
what do those letters on that license plate stand for? Give me a message through that. You figure out what does each letter of that license plate stand for that God is trying to communicate to you. That's an exercise. It's a spiritual exercise that helps you connect to the Holy Spirit and work with God in getting a message from God. Another thing that happens, again, in traffic, I just I get so many messages from God while I'm driving through traffic. The words on a truck, as you're going down the highway and you, you pass by a truck, one time I was driving up the highway and and the word grace was across the truck. You know, it was was big label on the on the truck. And I'm like, "Oh, yeah, Lord, you're reminding me that your grace is with me and will see me through this day." You never know what kind of signs God is giving you today. Keep your eyes open. Keep your spirit open. Keep your trust open. And trust comes from knowing how to recognize the signs. Doubt comes from focusing on what the problem is instead of what God is doing. My favorite motto is keep your eyes on Jesus. It's what I put in the signature of my emails. I mean, it's something that I want everybody to I I would love this to be on my tombstone someday. It's what I want everybody to remember to do. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Because that, my friend, is the key to having joy in the midst of trials. Because when our focus is on what is going wrong, we are depressed. We are anxious. We are fearful. And even though there are valid reasons for being worried and depressed and anxious, God wants to raise us above that. And he raises us above that by reminding us through signs that he cares and he is involved. And when we turn to him and put our focus back on him, back on him by by reading scripture to to see what God's promises are or by reading spiritual readings and let me toss in a quick little commercial here I write daily reflections on the readings from mass that get published every day every day of the week every day of the year and they get published on my website gnm.org they get published by email you could have it delivered to your email box and they also get published through WhatsApp all of which you can sign up for on the Good News Ministries website. Many people tell me that God speaks to them encouraging them letting him letting them know that he cares through those daily reflections. It, some people tell me and I've heard this I've been doing this, by the way, since 1999. And down through the years, again and again, people have told me it's as if I had written that reflection after sitting in their living room and listening to a problem that they were going through. Of course, that's the Holy Spirit. That's God's perfect timing for your life. I wrote 
when I felt inspired to write based on the, the, the scripture reading for that day. You know, based on the prayer that I go into after I read the scriptures and say, Lord, what do you want me to share with your people from this today? When God is using that to speak to you, it doesn't matter what I went through in the preparation of it. It matters what you go through in the preparation for listening to and paying attention to what God is saying to you in those scriptures and in the reflection that I wrote. That's just another example of how to be open to God ministering to you, caring about you, breaking through into your life with signs. And now I would like to share a sign that the Lord gave me when I was at Mass this morning to build up the faith of the listeners of this podcast. Now, at the end of this podcast show, I always bring forth a word of knowledge that I hope the Lord has given me. I've prayed for it before I begin recording the podcast. But this podcast is a little different because he gave me a vision during Mass and said that this is for many many of the people who will listen to this podcast. He showed me a valley. And in this valley is a stream of blue, clear, beautiful running water. And he said to me, this is what I believe, what I think he he said to me, there are many people who are right now going through a valley and this message is for them. So let me speak it to you my friend now. If you are in a valley, if you are going through some kind of a low time in your life, God wants you to know that he has given you a stream of running water that is running all the way through this valley. As you traverse this valley, it is there for you all the time. And this stream of running water is the sacraments of the church. The sacrament of the Eucharist, the sacrament of confession, um, if it's a marriage low point in your marriage that you're going through, it's the sacrament of marriage that you can rely on. The sacrament, a sacrament is God's divine intervention by his own choosing into our lives. The sacraments, this are the stream of water that is constantly there to refresh you and it will be refreshing you as long as you dip yourself into it. And at the far side of this valley I saw bright bright light like the sun was there like the sunshine was glowing at the end of this valley but it, it wasn't the sunshine because that low in the valley it would have been like a like a like a sunset you know with the pretty colors but this was a bright white light this is god himself holding out his arms to you saying i'm here and your journey through this valley is bringing you closer to me so keep going and use the waters of healing the waters of renewal that i have given you It is there for you all the time. 
if you would like to be able to experience more of God's signs and be more keenly aware of when God is speaking to you or giving you a vision, helping you know something that he wants you to know. He wants you to use the gifts of the Holy Spirit that you have within you. So pray this prayer. Come Holy Spirit, renew me. Come Holy Spirit, fill me. Come Holy Spirit, you have my permission to change me. And I pray this for all of you, that you be filled with the Holy Spirit. I pray it in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. You've been listening to Terry Modica of Good News Ministries. For more faith builders, or to learn more about this ministry, come visit our website at gnm.org. You'll find online resources and lots more to help you know the Father's love and grow closer to Christ and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Visit gnm.org today.